Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, Rock. Nokia. This is Mace. And this is 54 Money Podcast. And what's good, brodies? Um, how's y'all week been? Oh, you know, it's, uh, it's been the same, same old shit. <laughs> Different day. Yep, just, uh, just happily existing. I mean, other than, you know, for uh, those of you who have a, the unfortunate circumstance of having your property taxes raised, you know, Shit, I feel it. <laughs> <coughs> I'm feeling feel it. it. I see it. I feel it. I, I didn't uh, do much throughout the weekdays last week, um, but I did a uh, shout out to my wife um, who uh, did decide to throw a little something, something for me. Ooh. Um, went to Texas yes. Row House after that, kind of went out to was was good? Legacy? Yeah, yeah. Legacy, Legacy out there in West Georgia or Sandy? Sandy? I think it's, I don't know. That's West Georgia or Sandy. Whatever. Legacy Shooting Range. It's cool. Also went with Rod. Uh, Rod, uh, and also um, <coughs> the other sister, your other sister, Nenny. That was fun. So big shout out to my wife for throwing that. You're amazing. And um, shout out to Nokia too. Because I fucking, I fucking sunk all his battleships. <laughs> hey, man. Sunk all your battleships, bro. <laughs> Come on, man. Mace, we went to the <laughs> hey, gun range. Why did we went to the gun range and we shot this uh this, this blue AR, right? This blue fucking AR. Beautiful. Fucking beautiful, beautiful as AR. fuck. It was accurate as fuck, too. And um, it, was, it was hella accurate. And then um, we, we started doing like one bullet at a time. And then we did two, then three, and four. Man, I swear, like my my aim was on. Damn, you couldn't even take it easy my on my boy Nugget. It's his birthday today. Nugget's like, "Hey man, where's the safety at?" And Rob's hey, like, man. "Oh shit, John Wick." <laughs> it was my birthday, and it was my hey, turn man, to get spanked. All right, <laughs> it's your birthday, your wedding, your anniversary. You don't get this work. It's uh, shout out <laughs> to Rod. Shout out to Rod, who doesn't change for nobody. <laughs> he said, "It's your birthday, and I can't give you these birthday punches, but I'm about to give you this spanking right here." Give him the freaking Some gun. I'm over here like, oh, trying to give this dude like excuses. Oh, the, the light is too bright. Shoot uh, a square above. The sun is in my eyes, sir. We're in. We're, we're indoors. In, we were indoors. <laughs> what the freak? And hey, shout out to that one guy over there. He actually charged me for three lanes. That fucking bitch. <laughs> oh no! You guys only have one bro. or two. But no, he, we had two lanes, two? but he charged me for three. E. So if anybody's ever thinking e. about mowing there. Make sure they don't fucking charge you extra lanes. Where's, oh, where'd you, where'd you guys go, though? What's a, um, what number is that? Legacy. 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 Right oh, there. is that the one on 90th? Yeah, 90th. Yeah, 90th. Yeah. 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 There's a plaza away from from the seagull. What's that one spot that you said that has, like, you guys keep getting returned? Oh, from Asian that house? Walker Edison place. <laughs> it's a plaza. You never have to return. <laughs> it's from that fucking, that <laughs> no home return. furniture store. The home furniture store. Home furniture store. It's just a plaza next door. It's the one I went to. Oh, I remember your name is Kevin. Thank you. Thank you for, for making us pay for three lanes. Kevin? Kevin McAllister? Go keep you, <laughs> <laughs> you when you're home alone, man. <laughs> hey. Hey, but real quick, though, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate it. If y'all haven't uh, caught up to what we're doing, we dropped our first three episodes, our anchor. Make sure y'all go check them out. And, uh, Fuck yeah. yeah. Like and share it, bro. And also, uh, one quick note before we actually uh, get started here. Um, 
Send and much love to uh, Goli. Goli's not going to be joining us for this episode today. He has some um, family stuff he needs to take care of. So we love you, Goli. Yeah, shout out to you, Goli Lopes. We love you. Hey, and uh, yeah, for sure. And uh, before we get started, uh, just got a couple, you know, shout outs and little weekly updates about what was going on this week out here in Salt Lake. Um, first of all, big shout out to BYU. Uh, they says right here that they moved back in the top 25 with, fourth, with their fourth win over a Pac-12 opponent. Uh, shout out to them for uh, keep working, you know what I mean? Shout out to all my cousins on BYU that fucking never invite me and shit. It's all good, though. All the cousins. All the cousins. <laughs> on BYU and Utah. It's all good, though. We still love you. And um, also, another quick question I wanted to ask y'all. Yep. Um, I'm not sure if y'all have been in tune with what's been going on around here in Salt Lake, uh, especially in like in, you know Salt Lake area, Rose Park, Glendale, uh, West Valley area. But there's been like a ton of um, a ton of like gun violence going on right now, a ton of gun violence, shootings, uh, stabbings, <laughs> and shit like that. Uh, I just want to get y'all like y'all thought on that. Uh, well, this is the first time that I'm hearing it, which I'm surprised though, especially with the job that I work. Because usually, like any police activity, things like that, um, I would usually know about it, especially if it affects. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> hey, man, you having a 17 moment over here? 11 hours over here? Oh, yeah, man. Sorry. My fob, the fob in me just came out there for a second. Uh, especially if it affects <laughs> public transit. Um, but yeah, no, I. I'm kind of in the dark on this one. I haven't even heard of anything, which is kind of weird because we we actually have a couple, actually a few bus routes that run through like Rose Park and Glendale. So. Yeah. Well, I'm um, just kind of keeping you a little bit updated. <laughs> there was like a shooting out there in uh, I think it was Sugar House, or maybe it was a stabbing. Um, but yeah, there's been a ton of shootings, and it's been it's been going on for like a, a little bit of while, and um, I don't know. It's kind of um, it's kind of like taking a turn. You know what I mean? Like as far as like Growing up out here, like before, like a couple years ago, years ago, it wasn't as bad as um, as like it is like today. You know what I mean? There's been a lot more gun violence, and especially evolving like the youth. A lot of younger kids are, especially out here in Utah. I'm not really sure what's going on, but uh, I think, like from personal experience, I think because uh, if you grew out, if you grew up out here in Utah. You weren't really acquainted with like, you know, like gangs and shit. You know what I mean? You were always just, you always had like a nice life, nice neighborhood. You know what I mean? Shit like that. And um, I think it's really starting to hit like like our youth out here. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, just in like our own past experiences, I know that usually most of like, Crazy shit starts popping off during the summer, but you know that's it's getting hot outside. Everybody's heated, and but I mean this this summer has actually been pretty pretty tame compared to other years. No, actually this remember this summer was when um, all those shootings was happening. Was it? Yeah, remember with the with like the with like the like this uh, this past July. Yeah, this this past summer was could have sworn that was, was when last the, year when they had like the, the fucking um graduation shootings like were happening. Remember? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. You're right. Yeah. Right. yeah we which, actually, uh, sorry, sorry, which I also want to know if y'all, if any listeners know, I want to know who fucking started that little gay ass rumor talking about the KTB was coming out, calling out all polys and shit. I want to know who fucking started that rumor and shit because 
that was on some bullshit, man. Whoever posted that pic of like these little ass kids, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, like that's for real, it's like that's not the way to go. You know what I mean? Um everyone says it, it leads to two destinations, which is you end up being locked up or you just end up resting in peace. You know what I mean? Hey man, just like OG two tone said, you need to be ganging banging them books right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like don't go that route, you know what I mean? But, you know what I mean? If you are in that route, man, just, you know what I mean? Try to try to look for something better, you feel me? Because, um, you know what I mean? It's turning our neighborhood to, like, it's like something different, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, the thing about, especially, like, the game, as they call it, you don't play the game. The game plays you. Yeah, bro. And uh, also, there was um, another, I'm not sure if you guys heard about it, but there's like, a high-speed chase with like cops, uh, they were chasing this car. And then there was a lady who was completely unrelated to the chase who ends up being, uh, ends up in a collision with the with the driver that was trying to escape and ends up dying. And- Where's this um, This is here in Salt Lake County? Lake. Yeah, it's the, let me get y'all quick up here real quick. Dude, where's my police department at with these notifications, man? <laughs> yeah, like see right here, it says- You don't need to know. It says right here, it says, uh, the husband of a Salt Lake, Salt Lake woman killed in a crash that happened at the end of a police chase one week ago said his family was promised a private viewing of dash cam footage of the crash that killed his wife before it was released to the public, Damn. which it wasn't released to the family first. It went straight to the to media. Public first? Yeah, it went straight to the media first, which I think is fucked up and which makes me think that the fucking police like don't even care about this. You know what I mean? Which... What's your guys' thoughts on that? As far as, like, police and shit, you know what I mean? Well, hopefully, you know, I would hope that our police department would do their due diligence, make sure that they check, you know, all their boxes, dot, uh, dot their I's, cross the T's, you know, making sure that they do their investigation first before they actually release any information. Now, that's the reason why they had, they. that's usually how it should be handled, is that... Uh, Police department, coroner's office will do their investigation first, then the findings will be released to the family first before the media. <clears throat> um, but yeah, that's completely like ass backwards. I don't know why. Mm. I don't even know how or why the media got it first. Did, was it leaked to the media or did they just release it to the media first? Yeah, well, according to this news, it says that it was released to the media first. first. Um, the police department uh, said that they were going to notify the family first, which the husband was saying that they weren't even notified. They just found out once it was leaked to the media first. <clears throat> so that's crazy. You know, shout out to the family that's going through that. Um, I hope y'all find peace and shit. You know what I mean? Our condolences. I hope y'all can recover from that. That's, uh, especially to like lose a mom. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and like an unrelated, you know what I mean? She's probably just driving back home or some shit. You know what I mean? That's a mother, somebody's daughter, you know. So much love out to the family there. Um, hope you guys are doing well. And uh, to everybody else who's uh, also going through a similar situation, hang in there. Oh, um, I think it's just, it might just be my opinion. Um, and the reason why this is my opinion, I'll just give the backstory to it. Um, uh, I've been pulled over like three three different times all three times they were they were cool about it. they didn't give me a ticket or anything um but the last two officers that pulled me over i've actually asked them questions
question. My question to them was like, hey, uh, just a quick question. Uh, if I see that the speed limit says 75, is it okay to go five over um, or 10 over? Or how does that work? Or is the speed limit like the speed limit? And the first officer said to me, he was like, well, you know, you can, you can go five over. And I think, you know, you won't be pulled over. Five is good. Five is good. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Um, and I went five over the second time. Police officer pulled me over in Spanish Fork. And he said, he said, uh, I asked him because I was like, I'm confused. Officer said it was five over, right? He pulled me over for going 80 in a 75. And I asked him the same question. The officer said to me, no, the speed limit is the speed limit. You can't. He's like, if it says 75, it's 75 forever, you know, things like that. Um, and I kind of, you know, in my, just my opinion, obviously just my opinion, I kind of feel like, um, uh, I kind of feel like um, different departments, different police officers, they kind of run the way they run their things, like through what they see as moral, you know, um, which is why I can totally understand how, you know, sometimes with police shootings, some people are like, oh, that's not justified. Other people say it is justified, um, things like that. Um, well, you know, as a police officer, I kind of see, like, dude, what are you supposed to be doing? Like, are you supposed to follow the law to the T? You know, things like that. Like, for example, if someone does, if someone goes, like, I don't know, something stupid, like two miles over the speed limit, do you pull that person over? Because speed limit says this. And you went two over, whether it was a little bit or a lot of it, you still get pulled over? Or is it one of those things where you're just judging off of your morals? What do you see as breaking the law? Um, it just kind of goes back to, you know, the whole thing about how the media got the information first. First off, <laughs> the first off, the internet, the internet, the the information. You can't all believe that, everything you, you can't internet, really find yeah. out. Believe everything you say. That first off. Not saying that this story is not true. That's not what I'm saying at all. All I'm saying is that, like, first and foremost, like, make sure you check your facts. Check your facts. You know, more than one website, more than one this, more than one that. You know, um, they said this is something that you should have learned in like high school with like making thesis papers. <laughs> if you're only checking one and one site, one site, one site every single time, you might not be getting all the facts, or it is totally wrong. Um, but with with what I just said earlier, um, you know, what 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 was what was their I guess their moral? It's, it's just my question behind it. Like, what did they think that oh, they should get it first? Obviously, for us here, we see we see that um, families should always get the information first. You know, it's kind of like we feel that it's so disrespectful. Maybe for them, they're just like oh, you know, maybe it's something weird. Like, you know, the world should know, not just them. Blah blah blah. I don't know. I, I can't really, I can't really, can't really, uh, if, if we were to say this, pick a side. I, I, I don't want to choose a side on this thing because I don't have all the information. I don't know it. Um, but definitely for sure, um, extremely disrespectful if they did that on purpose. Um, just no, like, like, especially if it's like your mom. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it's your own sure. mom. And then, like, the police tell you, like, yeah, like, we're going to notify you guys and, you know, we're going to show you all this shit, whatever. And then come to find out, you know, like they never called you or anything. And then you find out on the news. You're like, it's like uploaded on the news first before you 
before like the like at least like the husband before before he even saw it, mm-hmm. everyone else saw everyone it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which you know, like, like kind of to go off with like what you were saying, um, like I think you're like I think you're pretty much right. I think, but like at the same time, I kind of think that like, police, you know what I mean? Like they shouldn't. I don't know. Like they shouldn't. Like they should just like at least follow like the law like to like the letter. Yeah, the letter. Mm-hmm. I, I think you know what I mean because. <clears throat> Because then again, man, you know, it's just fucking hard. You know what I mean? It is. It's, it it's, is. it's hard. It is. It's hard. What We're are like, you supposed to do? Yeah, you know what I mean? But So coming from a position where, like, especially my job, I had, I deal with, like, a lot of complaints, uh, especially things like that, where people have to, like, there is. So most employees, we have, like, guidelines that are set that you should follow. Um, but a lot of, like, decision-making is left up, especially, like, with the in- issues or incidents with either – transit police or even um, like uh, just our regular like bus operators, things like that. Because uh, for an example, like the face mask requirements, right? Yeah. On public transit. Most other transit agencies uh, will follow the guidelines set by the CDC, which technically the CDC has it where if a passenger is not wearing a bus, you eject them from the bus. Uh-huh. Uh, with UTA, we have it. We, we still have the same face mask requirement, but just the way that it's enforced is different for us. We, just, we don't want to, like, deny anybody services because some people depend on public transit to get places. So, yeah. I mean, we tra- it's, it's hard to accommodate everybody. Um, but it's, I mean, there's, just in my own opinion, I don't think it's as simple as black and white. There is a gray area um, where, like, even though, no matter, like, how many guidelines, rules, laws you have, I mean, people, at the end of the day, we're people, and people are, are fallible. They're, you know, it's, we make mistakes. Um, I'm not saying that that's what happened in this situation. I mean, it, it definitely could be. Um, but I, I think that the way that it was at least handled, if it wasn't brought to the attention, like, if the information wasn't given to the family first, then I don't think it ever should have been released to the public first at all. Um, yeah, sure, sure. I mean, there's there's ways that if, you know, if, if especially in my own job, where if somebody from a news media outlet or anything like that um, is asking questions, I usually don't answer any questions. I will refer them. Like, there's forms and things for that. Like, if you, you want this information, here's a form. You can fill it out. We'll give you that information there. But, yeah, I don't know. While there's still, like, those, like, your guidelines, your rules, your uh, processes for what are for handling certain situations. Like I said, it's it's not as simple as black and white. There there is a big gray area. Yeah, yeah. Which like that gray area? I think like at least police departments or maybe even police officers like they probably use it to their like advantage. You know what I mean? Because um, there's been hella incidents like like Nokia said. You know what I mean? Like people like cops will pull you over if you're going like two miles over, three miles over, whatever, and then you're just getting like misinformed. You're like, one officer says like, oh yeah, five miles an hour. Yeah, 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 you're good, you're good. But then the next one's like, no, like we have to go like at least 75 or below, you know, some shit like that. Which I personally think officers should not be trained for only six months before you can even become a police mm-hmm. officer. I need that, I think they need like hella more training. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like for example, when I was working with TSA, um, I had to go to Atlanta. I had to go to Atlanta, take like this whole ass course. I take written course, uh, written courses. I had to do like on the job training in Atlanta, and uh, shit was stressful. It was stressful, you know, just to become, just to get paid, just to get start like at sixteen fifty, 
You know what I mean? Whereas with like police officers, you get six months of like basic ass training, and then you start off depending on the, depending on the department, you can make it work from like nineteen starting off I to think like. Cringe is cringe right here. Is- 20, you starting off at 24? I think at current, the one here, I think. Yeah. I only say that just because, not that, in, not that indeed it's always true, because I've been yeah. to plenty of them are like, oh, sorry, no, no, that's not it. That's not the actual But on, according to Indeed, uh, you can look this up, but with the Unified Police Department out wow. here in Kearns, we're starting at 24, but true, I have seen other police departments which is like 19, yeah. you know, six months training and all that. And I, I mean, a lot of that stuff is like, they're just underfunded yeah. most times, so. Which you know what I mean, but at the same time, like I don't like I don't even think like like the like defunding the police or they're not, like they don't get like enough funds. That shouldn't change the fact how like police officers are giving out you know like wrong information to the public. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that should like that should not be our fault that we're like oh well one officer told me I can go you know five miles over the speed limit. It's cool, mm-hmm. and then you get a ticket because one officer was like no that's wrong. So here's yeah. the ticket. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do think that there are certain things like especially when it comes to like uh, legal issues like that. Yeah, that it it is very important to follow the law to the T, and that every officer or employee follows the exact same thing because it. I mean, if you have, I mean, you you end up with an issue like. You know what I was talking about, where one person said one thing and another person said something else. So which one do you go off of? Yeah, you know what I mean. You're like we're like being like misguided for some shit. That's what it feels like. And don't don't get me wrong. Like I know that there are some situations where, in specific, um, like uh, jobs or even professions, you know, people are given the like leeway to make decisions on their on their own, like a little bit of decision making. But I think when it, especially if, like if it's a question where um, presents a legal matter, then I think it needs to be followed to the letter of the law. So, sure. I, I, I it kind of brings me back to how we were talking about how much police officers are getting paid starting things like that. Uh, one thing that always comes back to me is. Uh, I think it was uh, it was Chris Rock in his tambourine mm-hmm. uh, stand-up. At one point, he was talking about like, you know, I don't think police officers get paid enough, you know. And everyone was like, what, you know, why? And he was like, no, just hear me out. He's like, just we pay police officers like, and I'm just paraphrasing, like, 50, 60, right, right around that, or it's like it's that's how much they get in a year, you know, fifty, sixty thousand a year or something like that, and then. He said, we're just paying them like 20, 25 bucks an hour. He's like, we're just paying him just a little bit. And then he said, he's like, and you get what you pay for. You know? Yeah, it's true. And it's true. It, it's it's because at the same, I feel the same way. Um, for someone who's, who took a job that's supposed to like, you know, be on the front lines, protect the, you know, law abiding citizens, things like that, you know, citizens of the city. You know, uh, it's true. I feel like, in my personal opinion, officers are not getting paid enough and that we do get what we paid for. You know, our tax dollars goes, you know, to something like that. Um, and at the same time, it's also one of those things, kind of like six months training, right? We get what we pay for. You know, six yeah. months, good luck. Good luck well, out you know there, I mean? you know? Like, to kind of go off of that, too, like, technically, yeah, like, like we pay, like, police officers' salaries and shit. But we don't set what they get paid. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's yeah. set by yep. 
the, I don't know, like the state or some shit or whatever agency they're working for. Like they're the ones who set like how much they get paid. We just provide like the funding for it. You know what I mean? By our taxes and shit. Which, I mean, you know what I mean? Like we get what we pay for, but you know, like we don't really have a say in how much they get paid. You know what I mean? Like we just get, for example, like, I don't like, I don't want to be racing to this shit, but for example, like in my personal experiences, um, some of my experiences with police officers, you know what I mean? If I try to be like nice to them and shit like that, but I don't know like what it is, but for some reason, once a police officer sees my tattoo, you know, like they automatically think like, Hey, like what gang you from? You know what I mean? Like shit like that. You know what I mean? Do you have any outstanding warrants? Yeah. (laughs) Which, you know what I mean? Like, what is that smell? Chicken? Yeah, you know what I mean? And then, you know, they'll find all these excuses yeah. just to try to, like, get you to, like, snitch on yourself. Yeah, you know what I mean? That, like, yeah. um, which I'm not saying every single police officer is like that. Because, you know, like, not every officer is like, like, there's hella good officers out there. But it's just, like, those ones that kind of just, like, kind of scar you for life and yeah. shit like that. And you know sometimes I mean? it's just, dude, that's just the way that they were trained to yeah. handle certain situations. And They're trainers, right? So and sometimes it, like, some, sometimes, it, like, people, and this would... Not even just officers in general, but just people in general don't realize if they're doing something wrong, but that like, this is the way that they were taught to do something, so that's the way they're doing it. So, mm-hmm. is that protocol? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, protocol should, you know what I mean? Because, like, some people get pulled off like the very first time, you know what I mean? They're like, oh, shit, what do I do? And yeah. the officer is like, hey, you know, you know, like, kind of just like, like, barraging them with, like, all these different, you know, shit and information. And, like, this is their first time getting pulled over. And, you know, it, and it kind of, like, leaves, like, a mark on them, like, for life. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, oh, shit, I had one incident with the police officer and it was worse. You know what I mean? Which, you know, you know, they should be able to, like, educate you. You know, like, hey, I know you were speeding. You know, make sure you do this, that, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, like they should be educating, like, the public. Or, like, us, at least. You know what I mean? Because not everyone knows the laws. Well, yeah, not everyone can. Not everyone can realize that you can go online Look up Utah codes and laws, and you can see like what it says right there. Like Utah. not, not everyone knows that. Yeah, it's there. It's just a lot of people don't really want to take the time or even bother to look up things like that. Yeah, but no. you know, I mean, they're speaking of being pulled over the first time. That actually reminds me of when um I was I was riding with uh, Daniel right, and um shout out to Daniel. <laughs> Was always part of freaking. Sorry, Daniel. This dude's <laughs> Shout out to that fucking guy. That guy. Apparently, you were holding you were holding him down this whole entire time. Hey, Thank man, you. this this was probably like back in like 2010, uh, 2010, 2011. and um, so I'm I'm just you know I'm like fresh out of high school, uh, kind of in between college, high school, yep, yep, yep. Uh, while I'm waiting for the semester to start, and I don't have anything to do for the summer, so I'm just rolling around with Daniel while he's making like medical deliveries to different hospitals and stuff like that. Right, I'm riding in the back. And um, looking back on it now, it's probably not a oh, good I idea. Know, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm talking yeah, about, yeah. yeah. yeah uh, let me actually see that right there. Because um, it, it's going to be, yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> so um, if many of you don't know what an airsoft gun is, it's a, it's like a step up from a toy gun. Uh, it is technically not a toy because you can harm somebody uh, very seriously. But uh, so Daniel had a. <laughs> He had an airsoft gun in his car and to give you like to set the scene um i was in the back seat daniel's driving i'm a brown guy daniel's a white guy 
and I'm playing with his airsoft gun in the background, racking the slide and everything, pulling out the clip, putting it back in. <laughs> and I think somebody just saw me, like, because we were driving in downtown Salt Lake City, right? So it was busy as hell. And you, you know, know, downtown police. Yeah, you, tinted you know. windows, that wasn't really, Daniel didn't have a car that had tinted windows. So <laughs> you could see me clear as day. <laughs> I'm in the back, racking a slide, and I look like I'm telling Daniel where to go. Yeah, where to go and shit, yeah. But, um, so we're driving to the next location, and then all of a sudden, like, I look behind me, and I, I notice there's, like, a cop car, but I, I, was, I didn't really think much of it, because but he'd been following us for, like, a while on State Street. And then, out of nowhere, like, maybe two minutes go by, and I hear, driver, pull over! And I look behind us, and there's no more cars behind us, and it's just seven cop cars. Ooh. Yeah, they cleared the entire State Street for northbound direction Damn. or southbound direction. And, like, it's probably, like, 2100 South where they pulled us over. So there's a divider, and our side of the street is cleared. There's nobody there, and it's the middle of the day, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It was crazy, though, because the entire street was cleared, and then I just hear drivers step out. And this is the first time that I think Daniel had been pulled over before, so he didn't really know what to do. The cops are trying to give him instructions, like, driver, step out with your back towards us and your hands up. Damn. Daniel straight gets up out of the car, does like a 360 straight. I was like, oh, Daniel, you about to get the shot, dude. <laughs> Luckily enough, though, like, dude, Daniel did a freaking 360 spin and got back in the car. I was like, oh, no, dude. We going to jail. <laughs> but, um, I mean, everything everything could have worked out in the end, uh, even though I guess somebody had reported it as uh, carjacking or that I was holding Daniel at gunpoint because – they had Daniel walk it. back to them, and they secured him first. They secured me last. Uh, the officers were like, where's the gun? I was like, and I was confused at first. I was like, gun. I was like, there's a BB gun in the backseat. That's what you're talking about. And and to kind of give you guys a little bit more context, the BB gun was clear. The whole thing was clear. It had an orange tip, yeah, which is you, usually how you know it's a fake gun. But, you know, I mean, it, for those who don't know what airsoft guns is, I can understand it. Like, if you're, you're looking out from outside the car and you think, like, oh, shit, some shit's going down in that car, then I, I get it, though. Uh, so good looking out for your neighbors, I guess. <laughs> but, you know, I, like I need to look out for me, too. <laughs> but, yeah, the, so the cops pulled me out of the car. They put me in handcuffs and then kind of dragged me back over to, like, the sidewalk. And Daniel's trying to explain to them that we're friends. Like he's like, no, dude. Like we're we're friends. Like, why do you guys have him in handcuffs? Like he's he's not a threat to anybody. He doesn't have doesn't have a gun. Yeah. Like it, it took them a while um, before they actually let me out of handcuffs. But if you've never been handcuffed before, and like kind of forced to sit down, like the the cop was trying to tell me to relax my hands because I, I hadn't I didn't notice that I was balling up by like my hands making a fist uh, while he's trying to cuff me. He's like, you need to relax your hands or I'm gonna break your arm. I was, like, I was like, all right. I I was like, I I don't even because I at the moment I couldn't really think straight because I was like, this is the first time like, I've been pulled over before, but I've never been like instructed to get out of the car and then put in yeah. handcuffs. Um, was I and some of the officers were trying to break it down for me like, hey man, like, what's going on here? You know, we just we got a call that somebody was being held at gunpoint uh, in a car driving down State Street, matching the car that you guys are driving in. I was like, look, I was, I was, <laughs> I wasn't pointing at him. I was just, I racked the slide. Yes, in the back, 
And, you know, to uh, in hindsight, not a good idea. <laughs> but the, the officers were pretty cool about it after they understood the situation. I get the reason why they came with so much aggression, though, at the beginning. It's because they needed to make sure that it, the situation was safe. That I didn't have an actual gun and that I wasn't a threat to anybody. Yeah. Um, but, you know, most of them were pretty cool. They, they were understanding. They let me know that, like, you know, to be honest, if, if I were driving down the street with my family in a car and I saw that situation where even if it's a toy gun, I'm sorry, but if you, if you even pointed it in my direction, I would probably shoot you. I was like, okay, fair enough. I understand. <laughs> probably not the brightest move on my part to be playing with a gun, uh, an airsoft gun in the back of a seat. But, you know, I mean, it was a good learning experience. Um, luckily enough, the officers that I had were pretty pretty calm and collected. Um, like nobody was, like, super aggressive uh, unless, I mean, even with that officer who told me I needed to relax my arm, my hands. Um, like, I, looking back on it now, I understand why uh, he handled the situation the way they did. But, yeah, you know, it's, crazy though that yeah. that was like my first ever interaction like being handcuffed or like instructed by police to do things like that so which i mean which a couple bullet points i just want to mention real quick um or like the story you said uh first one was uh like relax your arm or your hand whatever or i'm gonna break your arm and then the second one was the um well if you're like like if you were riding down with your family and i see you pointed like a toy gun at or gun you know what i mean parentheses at me, I would shoot you. You know, I mean, those are two bullet points I kind of want to highlight. Um, which, like, I remember that incident, like when you had first told me it, and um, kind of like thinking back and like hearing it again, like when you tell it right now. The first bullet point was relax your hand, or I'm gonna break your arm. Which, to me, like that kind of doesn't sit well, even though the Excessive situation, you know what I mean, thing, even though yeah. even though the situation was like, oh, we don't know if he has a real gun or shit. You know what I mean, like. If you're already in handcuffs, you know what I mean, or going to be in handcuffs, you know, there's no point to, to like elevate the situation even more. You know what I mean? With like simple words like that, hey, relax your your hand, or I'm gonna break your arm. You know what I mean? That shit don't really sit well because, because like, because like, even though like we know, like we know, and like you knew that, oh, dude, I have, like I have like a BB gun. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the officers didn't knew, but for them to say something like that. Like that's not really de-escalating the situation. That's more not of like escalating the situation. Yeah, like yeah. escalating the situation. You know what I mean? Which actually, let me uh, let me actually clarify one thing. So I I actually at that point when the officer had said that I hadn't actually been put in handcuffs like fully yet. He had gotten handcuffed around one arm, but he was trying to and because our viewers can't see us or listeners can't see us. I'm a pretty big dude even back then. Yeah, like I was like three fifty four hundred pounds five eleven. Uh, a little on the chunky side, so you know, dude's telling me to put my hands behind my back, and um, it's kind of hard. If, yeah. If none of you guys have seen like the handcuffs that they like standard issue handcuffs, there's not a lot of chain in between each cuff, so I have to go pretty far back, and like just naturally, like I'm not used to be put in a position like that, so that's the only reason why why I did even ball up my hands in the first place. Yeah. But at that point, that's when he was like, you know, you need to relax your hands and or break your arm. You're resisting arrest right now. Um, and at first I was like, what are you, what are you talking about? It, it took me a, a second to register that, oh, um, I have a, my hand is yeah, like fisted like up. Yeah. 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 Which I mean, like, 
like I don't know what they classify resisting arrest as because if you already had one handcuff on your on your wrist and you were in the motion of putting it behind your back, like I don't know what they classify that as like as resisting arrest. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think for at least specifically for the situation that I I was in, it's because my body was already like kind of tensed up. So I wasn't, I'm, I'm not relaxed. I am definitely not relaxed in this situation. And he's trying to pull the other cuff over to actually clasp onto my wrist. But because I'm tensed up in there, then my which, wrist is balding. Which the officer should there, think, yeah. you know what I mean? Hey, it's a bigger person. Let me get two handcuffs, yeah. you know what I mean? So connected, you know what I mean? Which, I mean, I'm not, you know, I don't know, like, because the situation already happened and shit. But, you know what I mean? Like, that's like, like to me, that that's like a red flag as like an officer is like, Oh, he's like, you know, like trigger ha- like trigger happy type shit. You know what I mean? And then the other bullet point that you said was the um uh Yeah, the other officer. Uh, yeah, like, the other officer was like, if I were driving yeah. my family, I see you, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's good information to like tell, you know what I mean, people and shit, because that just makes it seem that like the officer is like trigger happy, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, like you don't know or like an officer doesn't know the full situation, you know what I mean? I guess like like, they make it seem like they're trained to shoot first and ask, you know, like, think of, like, the repercussions later. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. No, I, I, and I get that from that point of view. But, I mean, he did – he did that officer did clarify that if I were pointing, even if it were a toy gun, because he doesn't know it's a toy gun. The only thing he sees is a weapon being pointed at him that he would shoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's, like, a ton of gray area. You yeah. Know, for, but, you know what I mean? Like – just happy that situation went the way it did. Yeah, I'm, I'm it glad it had escalate, a good outcome. You know what I mean? Like, uh, to be honest, with my interaction with those officers, they were all pretty, pretty chill though. Like they were all, like really good guys. Like they were, they were fine after they, they, they realized the situation. Yeah, like, yeah, they were fine. Arm. You know, they just twist my arm a little bit, break. My... But you know, I mean, it's it's definitely not a situation that I would want anybody else to have to experience or even go through. Um, I mean, one time was enough for me. So. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean? Which, I mean, like, we need to have more, like, better, like, relations with, like, police public, officers. Like, yeah, public know, and like, public officers, and, you know, officers yeah. and shit like that. You know, you know I, mean? I mean, it goes back to the same thing where, I mean, you know, okay, you guys were talking about, you know, it's, you need more training. Six months is definitely not enough. I mean, you can't, I'm not saying that training is going to solve all the issues, but more training doesn't hurt at all. Like, yeah, like ongoing reinforcing training. good habits and procedures it should be a cornerstone for things like that. So, yeah, like ongoing training. How like UTA, you're on. Hey, yeah, let's, mean, let's teach you something else. Let's... Yeah, most companies like you know the way that they run it is you go through like a training course every like couple of months or even once a year to make sure that you are up to date on how the procedure is supposed to be done or how things are supposed to be handled. Yeah, but yeah, man. I mean, yeah. But anyways, you know what I mean. We kind of just wanna, you know. Step away from you know what I mean that little topic for right yeah, that's now. That's a we'll table that for another table that for another time. episode another time. <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, right now we're gonna uh, we're gonna try to keep things guys, a little bit and, light, uh, keep a little yeah. light, and have a little jam sesh with you guys. It is quick. a Sunday afternoon anyway, so you know Sunday afternoon, right here in a good city of West Valley City. Even with all this craziness that's going on, you know I hope that everybody out there is doing well. And that you're enjoying life to the fullest, even though, you know, we still still have some, like, COVID restrictions, things like that. But, you know, also make sure you take the time to live. Sure. And um, we're going to start this off right. We're going to have a little mace. 
on the tunes real quick. Oh, it's me first. Okay, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? You gotta harmonize with us real quick. <laughs> hey, play the beat. What was it? The opening to an R.L. Stein. <laughs> R.L. Stein. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what you got for us, Mace? Oh, you know some. I mean, this is the only song that I can really remember right now. It's some Pink Sweats. Sunday night slow jams, Aaron <laughs> Kearns. Oh, you just wait. Whoa, whoa! Oh, sorry. You just stop yeah, playing right sorry, there. No, sorry. <laughs> Break the food out. We have the ASMR. Sorry, I had to tune this a little bit. Yeah, no, that's the only song you can remember right now. <laughs> hey, thank you for the... Sorry, for the guys, tune, that's it. <laughs> thank you for the tune. I'm going to have to pass that on to you, Nuckin' now. <laughs> hey, right now, you are tuned in to Mr. Enox. Mr. Enox is going to set the mood for us real quick. And while he's setting the mood for us, um, <laughs> I am just going to give you guys... A little heads up. Make sure y'all tune in. Uh, like we said on the last episode, we got a um, we got our first interview coming up. So make sure y'all tune in. Coming up soon. Uh, coming up soon. Look out for that. Hell yeah, our first interview coming up. So if y'all made it this far into the podcast, you guys are the true MVPs right now. The true MVPs right now. Thank you for making it this far. But now we're going to take it down just a little bit. And give you Mason's theme song in high school. Hey. Let me let me play it for you. It's he's like, what is this? What is this real quick? What is this? Which one, sir? You only have one. Okay, You're one and done. <laughs> Don't think about the time. <laughs> Right hey, <laughs> what's wrong? So we're gonna put the tune. The main things were. Oh, I was singing. What's the notes again? No, you had it right. Yeah. yeah. I just like, wait, what are you talking about? 
That's the song. You don't. How do you not remember these words? No, I don't. I haven't thought about those words since high school. <laughs> Thank you for the blast from the past. You're welcome. That's all I have for today. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I got nothing, guys. All right, thank you for joining Thank you for joining our jam session. This is a quick little jam session. Thank you for that five seconds. <laughs> cool, man. Oh. Hey, well, anyways, make sure y'all tune in like like we said next week or in the coming weeks for that for our first interview coming up. Oh yeah, and also want to announce. I mean, by the time this comes out, it'll already happen. But yeah, if, if you don't know, if you don't know, you know what I mean. Spread it out there. Let everybody else know that there's a trunk or treat, right? Is it? Where's it at exactly? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's for the 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 Hunter Seventh Ward. Okay. Yeah, Tongan Ward, out here in West Valley. Um, mm-hmm. you know out what I mean. There, thirty six. Uh. Yeah, no, there's no. It's just thirty six sixty five six thousand West. In West Valley, okay, so the yeah, chapel so that's right next to the ne- next to the park starts yeah. at uh. It's probably thirty six sixty five. Thirty six sixty five. So it's probably thirty six sixty five South Sixtieth West, six thousand West. Yeah. Out here in West Valley Magna area. It's a little chapel there. Um, LDS chapel there. So if you're looking for a place for your kids um to come and trick or treat safely, there's gonna be a, it's a trunk or treat, right? Mm-hmm. So make sure to bring out the family. Do you know what day it's going to be on? Or It's a Thursday. On a Thursday? This uh, coming up Thursday. It's yeah. on, Thursday. Like, what time? Probably like 7? 6. 6. So 6 p.m. this Thursday, 3675 South, 6,000 West. <laughs> be hey, there or be square. Be there or be not. <laughs> I think you uh, changed the address the uh, second time Did you I, said it, Mace. I'm just saying numbers at this point. <laughs> What's the address? 36, 65, 70, uh, 27, 1, 2, south, 3, 4, 600, uh, 6, 000, 000. 000. <laughs> 600, 6, 000. Ah, man. Yeah, I'm sorry. Nah, you good. <laughs> but yeah, fuck all that. <laughs> Make sure y'all go to the fucking truck of treats and shit. Make Wherever sure you. Yeah, Where the hell it's at? These guys don't even know where it's at. <laughs> and by the time this comes out, it's already it's done. It's already so. gonna be over. So, so you're welcome. <laughs> thank you and not thank you. Thank you for not thank you, but uh, yeah. But yeah, make sure y'all go to any whatever trunk of treats. Make sure y'all trick or treat safely. Do whatever you guys got to do, and whatever you guys don't do, make sure y'all tune into the podcast every dropping every Sunday. Make sure y'all like. Subscribe, share, follow, do whatever it is that you guys like to do alone in your room. But, um, <laughs> or not alone in your room, you know, whichever you decide, it's up to you. It's up, it's your no own judgment. No, no judgment, judgment, man. There's no judgment zone. Whatever you do with that, Lucian. <laughs> but make sure y'all tune in. Big Boy Nation with two C's. Tusies. And we love y'all. If, if you made it this far into the podcast today, you a real one. You a fucking real one. <laughs> and not a robot. You Thank a, you. You a real butt. Thank you. And we love y'all. We love y'all. Make sure y'all tune in. 
and we out.